0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now you go to say, I believe I'm getting infection." I'll tell you, that thing's getting worse. I always come down with infection when I get a cut. I just all... And you go to talking that way. And it won't be but a few days till you probably have an infection. Why? Because it's God's will? No, no. Your words has sent an impulse to your system and said, shut it down. He's getting infection. (laughs) Now... I know we may be stepping out in some things and assuming some things there, but now let me share with you something that they found out. That the part of the brain, and I don't know what part that is, the part of the brain that controls the speech also controls the chemical substance that is given to the body. Now, they've discovered that. Medical science has discovered that. Now, isn't that amazing? I forget how many different chemicals that the body has in store that can be given out to the body at any given time. And they've found out that the part that controls the speech also controls that chemical supply of the body. Now, I think that's significant. I think it agrees with the very thing that James is saying here. It agrees with what Jesus is saying. A man can have what he says if he believe and he doubt not in his heart and believe what he says has come to pass. And it's not magic. It's just simply the fact that God knows how we're made. God said it that way. Told us about that because that's the way it was. See, sometimes we get the idea that, well, you know, because God said it, it's that way. Well, not necessarily so. It might have been so the reason God said it. That makes a difference. See, the Bible's not true just because God said it. The Bible, these principles were already true, was the reason God told us about them. Now, let's go to Proverbs. I want to show you something that agrees. Well, well, we're not through with this yet. Let's read on down here in James. Let's read verse 6 and on down. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members. It defileth the whole body, setteth on fire the course of nature, is set on fire of hell, and every kind of beast and bird and serpent and things in the sea are tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Now listen to what he said. The tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. No man can tame it. Man has, with his natural ability, has tamed the beast of the earth, the fish of the sea. Everything has been tamed by man's natural ability except the tongue. No man can tame the tongue. Well, somebody said, well, we're a hopeless case then. No, thank God we're not. It takes the supernatural ability of God to control the tongue, and the Holy Ghost can control the tongue. So you're not a hopeless case. Now listen to what he goes on to say. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Well, they ought not so to be, but they are. People bless and curse out of the same breath and out of the same mouth. I heard some people talking, two ladies talking one day. I was in a restaurant eating a hamburger. One of them said, well, you know, so-and-so had her foot operated on and said, she's just tickled to death. She don't have any pain and she's just tickled to death. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, now isn't it a shame she got her foot healed and now she's dead. See, they don't realize, people don't realize the words they speak contrary to the Word of God. You hear them saying, Tickle me to death, laughed, I thought I'd die, dying to go, going to die if I don't. Now that's perverse speech. See, out of the same mouth perceive blessing and cursing, it ought not so to be. Now he goes on to say, Doth a fountain bring forth from the same place sweet water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries or either vine figs? So can no fountain bring forth yield salt water and fresh. Now somebody said, well, he says it can't be done out of the same stream. No, you misunderstood what he said. It can't bring forth fresh water and bitter. What does he say? Sweet water and bitter. What you get is a blend. See, have you ever tried mixing salt water with fresh water and putting it in the same pipe and getting it to come out the other end? Fresh water over here and salt water over there? It just won't work. It comes out a mixture and it's all salty and not good for anything. Now that's what he's saying here. He's saying when you allow the tongue to talk this way, you come out with a blend of speech that is a mixture that causes everything to be defiled. That's why Jesus had so much to say about it. He said, Let your yea be yea, and your nay nay, anything more than that cometh of evil. In other words, don't talk all this foolishness. I know we're getting a little bit off the subject, but I think it's important that we understand this. We're still talking about confession brings possession. (laughs) Whether you realize or not, that's the subject we're on. Now, let's go to Proverbs and see what Proverbs said concerning this. Now, someone told me this the other day. I haven't checked it out. I assume that they know what they were talking about, though, because uh, I believe it was Oral Roberts that told me this, that Solomon was a, a doctor, a medical doctor. Now, I didn't know that, but that may be the reason he knows all of this stuff. Now, let's read from Proverbs, the 12th chapter, verse 18. There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Now, did you get that? He said, the tongue of the wise is health. You can speak healthy things, and it'll produce health in you. I believe the problem with many people, and if you'll notice this in chronically ill people, they always want to talk about sickness and disease and what somebody died with and what everybody else is going to get, and we're all going to die with something, you know. (laughs) And they can't ever get their mind off of sickness and disease. You can't walk in health and talk sickness and disease. It's an impossibility. You cannot walk in wealth and prosperity and talk lack. It's an impossibility because your tongue will lead you to it. It's the governor that governs and controls the direction you go in life. If you're going to have health, you're going to have to talk health, healing, and life. If you're going to have wealth, you're going to have to talk abundance, no lack and talk what the Word says about you. If you're going to have healing in your body, you're going to have to get centered up on healing instead of sickness and disease. I want to read that again. There is that speaketh like the piercing of the sword. You see, some people talk and they cut you. Some of you have been cutting your own self, injuring your own self by the words you speak. But the tongue of the wise is health, because you'll speak health and you'll be healthy. You'll speak good things. You'll dwell on good things. Proverbs, well, we're there in the 12th chapter. Look at verse 14. A man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand shall be written unto him. A man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Now see, this tells you that the fruit is what he speaks out of his mouth. And man will be satisfied with it. The human spirit will receive whatever you say out of your mouth and receive it as being what you want and will lead you to it. Now, Come right on over, back up into the 11th chapter, and read verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Now, what is the fruit? It's what comes out of his mouth. He speaks these things from his lips. Now, go to the 13th chapter of Proverbs, in verse 2 and 3. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, But the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. Man shall eat good but the fruit of his mouth. See, the things that you say can even lead you to a better job, cause you to be more prosperous, cause you to enter into business deals that you wouldn't normally enter into. Yeah, we're still talking about confession is a way to possession, brings possession. Some of the things you're praying about, you'll never enter into till you get your mouth straightened out and begin to speak in line with that and say things that are geared toward that. Then verse 3, he says, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. See, there's times that you've got to keep your mouth shut. I mean, there's times when your faith is not high and you prayed, believed God five days ago that... Your need was met and faith was high and you had the Word of God in you and you released your faith in it. Then things got worse and the washing machine broke down. Your car wouldn't start. You had to buy a new battery. And then you said, Dear God, every time I pray and release my faith and won't believe that I receive something, then the devil just steals everything I have. Well, you see, you've turned your tongue over to the devil and you've nullified your praying with your saying. You got yourself in a position where the devil's going to defeat you. Go to the Proverbs, the fifteenth chapter, and let's look at verse two and verse four. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. See, if you're wise, you'll use knowledge aright. The tongue of the wise will use knowledge aright. Verse 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Well, the tree of life was in the Garden of Eden. This is the closest thing you're going to get to the tree of life in this life, is the wholesome tongue. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7250. It's Releasing the Ability of God Through Prayer. It's a talking book narrated by yours truly, Charles Capps. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. And it'll be a blessing to you. You can back it up and listen to it again. You can't back the radio up. Some of you found that. Prayer is a key. Someone said prayer is a key to heaven's storehouse, but faith unlocks the door. A prayer without faith is like a key without a hand to turn it. And how important that is. You know, James says, The prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. So prayer doesn't make faith work. Faith makes prayer work. And if you're not praying in faith, you're wasting your time. Now in John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, John said, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition we desired of Him. So if you know that He heard you, you know you have the petition, John said. Somebody said, But I don't feel like my prayers got higher than the ceiling. I don't believe that God heard my prayer. Well, you just said you don't believe that God answered your prayer. Because if you know He heard you, you know you have the petition. You know, Jesus said it this way, he that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be open. Of course, we have to realize it's included ask in faith, because faith is the predominant factor that must be in prayer. Prayer doesn't make faith work. Faith makes prayer work. This is offer number 7250, Releasing the Ability of God Through Prayer, a talking book. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.